Hey everyone, what's up? It's ARW Raw, and we are here today with two very special guests. This is my first time, actually my second time interviewing two guests at once, but this is my first time like doing an in-person interview because of COVID and everything. So we are in person with DJ Jenny One Million and Daughter of Dawn. Hey, what's up, people? <laughs> How are you guys? Good. Doing great. Oh my god, this is a crazy podcast. Got like a 5 a.m. call time tomorrow. Who knows where it is? We're just living life. We're just living by the seat of our pants, living life, doing it. We're just um, making it happen. We're just making it happen. Yeah, we just went to dinner at Saddle Ranch. It was so good. We got tacos and salads and... It was bomb. It was amazing. Yeah, we got comped yeah. free, uh, free s'more, s'more dessert. It was bomb. It was bomb. I highly recommend it to anyone who's going there or interested in that <laughs> if you're also, ever in Hollywood. There's a bowl There's an electric well. bowl, yeah, mechanical bowl if you're interested. Yeah, there is a mechanical bowl, so there is that, which is very um, unique to <laughs> unique to that restaurant, um, which was cool, and it, it was cool to just like go to dinner, have a real heart-to-heart with you guys, and talk about um, our, our collective works in the entertainment industry and hustling in the industry. It's been it's been quite the process um, for all of us to make it, and you know we are making it, as we said earlier. What what was your whole process, each of you, of getting here and becoming who you are, becoming these people? So for for me, I feel like it's been a really long process, but um, the last two years have definitely been a catalyst for it. Like I've I've produced for the last. 10, 15 years. So I feel like, like I have skill in producing and I've like been playing the piano since I was six, you know, like I've always been like super drawn towards music. I was in choir, um, in, in elementary and then I got too cool for choir, but still like always loved to sing. I, I liked, you know, I was in talent shows <laughs> when, when I was growing up and stuff like that. Like, just loved to sing. Just loved, like, music and piano. And, yeah, I think, um, you know, going, growing up and going through stuff and also, like, having limited resources to, like, support art and being like, I gotta get to real life, you know, like, this is yeah. a reasonable thing for me to be doing. I think that definitely, you know, I, I, I got my bachelor's in neuroscience, so that's not very artistic. <laughs> you know? I had I, no clue about that about you. Where did you go to school? Yeah, I went to the University of Minnesota. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, so I, I did that, and I thought I was going to be a doctor, so I was pre-med. Um, and then I took my MCAT. I went to school pretty much too at USC, but then I transferred into business entertainment, so. That's so, that's so great. It's like, I feel like I didn't even, like, I've always loved art and music, but I just never thought it could be a thing that I could do to, like, sustain myself or that anyone would want to, like, listen to or, like, I guess I just had, like, very low self-esteem mm-hmm. about, and I also, like, not knowing, like, how does one do it? You know, like, aside from, like, finding the courage and and seeing yourself as a person who's, like, worthy of, like, you know, other people listening to and and whatnot, you know. Totally. Yeah. So, so I feel like, like, I had to, like, make it professionally before I, like, started thinking about art. 
so I got my MBA, started making good money, <laughs> like able to sustain myself. So, so then with like extra, you know, I've been like a career student for such a long time that I had all this extra bandwidth and I was like, oh, that's right. I fucking love music. Like I haven't been spending any time for myself. You know, I had been going to school for like eight years straight or something like that like just like school all the time like no time for anything that like yeah like fed me artistically yeah exactly exactly but I totally feel for that always a fan always a huge fan always like so into music always like so into like so about music yeah and you know like my baby daddy was a rapper, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, you mentioned that. Did that get you into the hip-hop game and, like, DJing for people like me? Like, for those of you listening yeah. who are, like, wondering who is this DJ, like, she is so cool, DJ Jenny One Million, because she DJed for my final Viper Room um, headliner, and we sold out, and it was fucking sick. And, yes, and it was yes. awesome, and, and we killed it, and, you know, like, she just does DJing for all and, and producing for all sorts of genres. Like, it's really mm-hmm. cool. So, like, what's your favorite genre? Yeah, I think I, I'm I'm just, like, a fan of music generally. I don't really... I'm not into rock music and country music. Um, but other than that, I listen to just about anything. So, like, my, my DJ library is, like, a ton of house music. And then also, you know, like, Top 40. I love pop music. I'm, like, not too cool to say that I love pop. So, but I, I think that's always been, like like, my fuel, you know, and, right. like, my inspiration right. for creation, but then I, I think getting into a point where other artists started seeing me as an artist was, like, um, pivotal to me seeing myself as an artist. Yeah. So like, the first time I had an artist be like, oh, my God, you're so good. I was like, oh, my God, an artist just told me that I'm good. Like, you, you know, like, your support, and, you know, I feel like I was just starting to do stuff yeah when we got together and like your support and like having a super talented person tell me that like I can do shit I'm good at it I'm like okay well maybe I can like maybe people do want to listen to my music maybe it is yeah important maybe my voice is important it gave you visibility exactly or, like, seeing other people, like, doing it and making it. It's just, like... Yeah, like, we're just doing it. Like, like we're just humans just doing it. It's, like, you know, And we work not? other jobs, <laughs> and we hustle to make it happen, and that's how we do it. And it's, yeah. that's the way we um, manifest our shit, you know? Like, I was saying earlier, I will make a lot of money for my music. I will be in the Recording Academy. I will... Yeah. I will do all these things, you know? And we have to keep every day remembering our goals and doing things, you know, that are that are working toward our goals. And that's how we do it. Yeah, and, like, holding each other up, too, because it's, like, so much... I mean, we can do, like, so much by ourselves, you know, like, writing and whatever, but, like, collaboration and that support and other artists being, like, you deserve a voice, and maybe artists who already have a platform, like, being able to, like, reach out to artists who, like, don't see themselves and, and, like, be like, hey you need to pursue this because your voice matters mm-hmm. like right yeah totally yeah yeah it's almost like that that affirmation goes such a such a long way 
And what about you, yes. Emma? Like, what? So, Emma is daughter of Dawn, and she's Jenny Million's girlfriend, and she's really cool. She's a dope person, and <laughs> she's the they're both not from LA, <laughs> just like me, where, like, they're just OG people, and, like, we just got together and, like, hung out, and, like, yeah, now we're really good friends, and we've just been, like, friends. Mm-hmm. We've been friends for a while since my gig, you know, but, like, now we're hanging, and, like, it's a talk, you know? It's, yes, like, cheers. Cheers with our waters, <laughs> yes. Water Hydration yes. station, yes. yes. I'm here for it, but um, yeah, it's it's cool to get to know you guys. You guys are such a power couple, and you're so cool. And like, I don't know, I just look up to you so much because um, you know, as being a 24 year old, you guys are in your 30s and 40s, and it, you just have achieved so much for yourselves. And like, that's something I really aspire to. Like, I know like you haven't achieved nearly what you want to achieve yet, and like you're on your way there. But like, it's just cool to see that you've done so many paths of life and that you've really like made it happen for yourself. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think it's cool to see in you, like, yeah, like, um, someone who's doing, I'm so glad that you are doing it, because I think about me being your age and feeling like my voice didn't matter or, like, you know, wasn't important for other people to hear, like, once you realize that your voice matters, people need to hear you, like, people need to hear your voice, and it's like... And that's like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's that's some powerful shit. And you're like rocking it and being super like young and empowered and fabulous. And that yeah. means so much to me, especially as I like begin my acting journey. Like, cause I want to be a musician, actor, like I already am, but you know, just continuing to pursue down that path and continuing to, um, be and exist. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. like, yeah. And your voice matters. Your voice don't matters. forget that. Like, Thank you. Yeah. That means a lot that you say that. Seriously, Jenny. Like, it means a lot coming from you. Yeah. yeah. You're one of the realest people I know. Like seriously. <laughs> seriously. For real. And, like, I don't even give a fuck how really my call time is tomorrow. Like, I'd rather stay up and podcast with you guys because you guys have, like, an, a good energy, you know? It's, like, I like to work off the good energy in the room, you know, and, yeah. and existing like that. Yeah. We're, uh, you know, Midwestern transplants, so we're not, uh, we're not your typical L.A. pair. <laughs> Exactly. So what about you, Emma? I want to hear your story. Yeah, you know, I stole a bass guitar when I was 16 years old because I really wanted to learn how to play uh, uh, bass guitar. Um, you know, one of my my biggest hero at the time was Cliff Burton from Metallica. And I just really wanted to be like Cliff Burton. And yeah, so I stole a bass guitar because I couldn't afford one and my parents couldn't afford one. And I just like taught myself how to play. And I played in bands for next year. Uh, it'll be going on 30 years that I've been playing music. Wow, um, that's and, crazy. And I've been playing music as a bass player. I, I actually started playing piano when I was like um, six or seven. So I've been playing music since, you know, 30, 38 years or something like that. And uh, yeah, I've toured all over the place. I've been overseas a few times. I've done some like session work for people um and then during pandemic um I decided to write my first like solo record so I've always really just been in like bands with people you know I played um music with other people and it was like the first time that I wasn't able to do that because of COVID so I was like I'm gonna do a solo record I'm going to teach myself how to record music and how to mix music and master music. Wow. And I'm going to learn how, how to, like, 
do you know do a, a record all by myself because I can't collaborate easily with other people. So because of COVID. Because of COVID. So and wrote, before you'd relied on other people. Exactly. Yeah. So I wrote this whole record, um, and it's kind of like a love song to Jenny, and it's about queerness, and it's about like a lot of grief that I felt around um, George Floyd's murder because I lived in Minneapolis at the time that that happened. I lived like uh, just a half mile from where that happened in like the... Uh, wow, really? The, the kind of epicenter of all that That's stuff. Insane. So, you know, and and we, we had only known each other at that point for, you know, a couple months. That happened in May of 2020 and we met in February of 2020, so... I think for the two of us, too, that was, like, a, a real, like, powerful thing to go yeah. in the middle of COVID, to go, like, protest and be It feels like we've been through and, a like, war together, honestly. Right. That was, like, it was, like, a war, like, like hearing helicopters and bombs and stuff going off all night. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, downtown, it was crazy, because I went to USC during that time, and that's why I graduated yes. and then switched um, moving to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I was there during those whole protests and riots and everything, and it was so crazy. It was a uh, yeah it was in downtown like LA. I mean, I couldn't imagine over there too. Like that's oh my gosh, I, I insane saw footage of of the same because I mean they boarded up the whole thing and people were on the streets and shit was getting looted and like uh, blocks were on fire. I don't think that happened here. Maybe not. Yeah, there was a there were like whole sections of Minneapolis that that burned down. Yeah. And I mean, like, people were angry and still are angry and have, like, every right to be angry, you know, as far as I'm concerned. But Exactly. But it was really just, like, a, it was a, it was a moment, you know, where I was uh, doing these things. So that's how Daughter of Dawn was born. Daughter of really? Dawn was just kind of, like, this persona that I created to, to write this record. And then, yeah, I mean, I also have a degree in biology and I have a master's in education, so I have a lot of, like, um, different experience. I taught high school for a while. I've worked in lots of restaurants. I worked in the nonprofit sector for a really long time, and now I work in, like, music software production. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of, that's kind of my story. That's so cool. Like, getting back into, they have such an interesting background. Like, you guys both have such interesting backgrounds where you just, like, became this artist type, and, like, you were totally just, like, a different breed before the fucking wake-up call you had to your art for sure and you know i think it's always just been like music's always been a passion of mine since i was a little kid yeah it's always been obsessed with it and the way it makes me feel and so i just wanted to be like in that world same like music right fashion are just like i think for both of us like just huge yeah like, music fashion those are my some of my biggest inspirations and like i love lady gaga i love pink i love halsey there's so sorry, my cats are being crazy. There's so many um, artists who we don't even get to experience the full breadth of their their artistry because we categorize them in one in one way, right? Right, mm-hmm. right, exactly. And, and I want to be one of those artists who like transcends that almost, like acting and music and and podcasting and creating like physical art and like all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it's totally like doable. It's sounds exhausting to me because I'm like almost 40 and I just can't I can I need a nap to get through my days (laughs) (laughs) I remember being in my 20s and 
Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I'm like so yeah. young and energetic. Oh and my like, god. I had yeah, I had like babies when I was your age. You know, I had two crazy. babies. Yeah, and I just all and I was working like three jobs also. What? Like yeah. And can we also just acknowledge that Jenny was homeless and she fucking pulled herself out and did her own shit? Like that's dope. Like you don't meet anyone like that. Like in life, like you're just sick. Like you just do what you want to do and you make it happen. I try to. It's definitely like like we like we were talking about earlier. Like a struggle with like believing it and seeing it. Believing it and seeing it and manifesting it. Because like once we get these big opportunities, right? Like I can march up to MTV and get my own show. I did that. I've yeah, done that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I get my headliner at the Viper Room still out. I've done that. But mm-hmm. sometimes when you do these things, you feel like, what's the next thing? And it feels so daunting. And it feels like everyone's yes. waiting on you. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. that feeling of. Yeah. It's like, how do you keep up the momentum and also like let yourself breathe between things while exactly breathe still having and- faith and knowing that, that like. The, the lulls are also part of the process. Yeah, and creating and, like, like getting, mm-hmm. you know, last-minute opportunities and being like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make this happen, you know what I yeah. mean? And not yeah. letting people stop you. I think it's also yes. about, like, defining success for yourself. Like, yeah. what does it mean for you to be successful? Like, some, mm-hmm. for some people, it's yeah. like, I want to, you know, like, uh, do watercolor paintings and live in the woods. And, like, that's, <laughs> like, their, their vision of success for themselves. So... Right. It's like, yeah, just being like, what do I need to do and what do I need to accomplish in order for me to feel like successful in, in like meeting the goals that I want to meet because those are the things that are important to me like in my life. Right, right. The legacy that I want to leave, whether that's like, you know, a- anything really. Um, I think that's just like real important to think about and for people to have a, a, a concept of like, you know, what they want to do, yeah. who, who they want to be. I think for, I think for me I want to be like a female version of James Brown, so I just want to like tour until I'm dead, and just like make like crazy music that people want to dance to, and yeah, just like and be do an that innovator. forever. And be a, yeah, and just like be like I I I'm not like great with musical theory. Like I know enough to get by, but like that yeah. I don't like map out my chords or anything like that. And that's like I want to keep that. Because that that was James Brown. <laughs> so yeah, I he was like, like, I need you to play on the on the offbeat. Exactly. And they were like, that's insane. And he was mm-hmm. like, I need you to play on the offbeat. And he would use his like voice as like an instrument and be like, yeah, Do this because like he, you know. So I think like yeah, being an innovator to me is like. And he would like fire like people from his band. He would be like, if you don't play it the way that I want you to play it, then you're gonna fire. I'm gonna fire you. And they're like, we can't play it that way. And he's like, you have to. And then he invented like funk, basically. Yeah. Yes. Because he was such an innovator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Because That's really the, cool. He just had this like idea in his head of like what he wanted it to sound like. And he was like, if you can't do it, I'll, I'll find someone. Yeah, yeah, that's totally what I want. I feel like my music, like, I don't know, I try not to sound like other things. Yeah, you don't sound like anything. Yeah. So. I mean, anything that's out there. So I'll be some kind of weird James Brown, even if I only have, like, five people that, like, ever attend my shows, or I just play in, like, dusty corners of the United States for, like, $20 yeah. a show. Like, yeah. I'm totally cool with that. that, that, that right, that, or that even just taking the opportunities that we have and, like, making it work for ourselves, like... Yes. Any opportunity I have to act or to do music, like, I'm going to take it and, like, I'm going to make the most of it and I'm going to do my best version of it because 
I love myself and I need to give myself these opportunities and I need to take advantage while I'm still on this fucking earth, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Some people are so stuck up. I'm not going to do background jobs. I'm not going to DJ for so-and-so. I'm not going to... Which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous because we need to take all of our opportunities and we need to work hard and make it happen for ourselves and really... Yeah. Really ingrain that in yourself, like that you're going to make it happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being able to see that in other people and your in yourself and lifting other people up and the I think that's like another cool thing about being in Los Angeles is like just seeing so many like talented, ambitious, amazing fucking people like getting it and doing it and like having so many people to like cheer on. You know, like you're really out here doing it. Just like yes, do it. Like yeah, it's like me with all my friends. Like I'm just so supportive of all my friends, especially you guys. Yeah, yeah, same. Like it's just it's so cool to see. It's like it is magic. It's literally magic to watch someone like become. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And like you're watching me become right now, and and I'm become. I'm watching you become right now. Yeah, exactly. It's like crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's wild. It's wild being in Los Angeles. It's, like, where all the opportunities are, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, a breeding ground for opportunities, and that's why I always put myself out in the position to yeah. to make it happen. Totally. It's just, like, such a, a different vibe, you know, from other places that I've lived. Yeah. Where else have you lived? I lived everywhere. I'm actually a military brat, so I lived, like, overseas and all over the United States. Been to every state in the United States. I've been... I lived in that's Japan crazy. for a little while. Um, mostly the Southwest, a lot of Southwest. Uh, my my family still lives in Arizona. That's where I'm from yeah. originally. So okay, yeah, but I've kind of lived everywhere. Lots of I've had many lives, many done many different things. I'm a very well rounded person. <laughs> I mean, it's cool to hear that so many people like just haven't had that experience, and you guys like do like what what do you think makes you different from everyone else from these experiences? How has it changed you? I don't know. I feel like I am insanely um, optimistic. Same. Like you are. You are very insanely optimistic. Like people. Yeah, like, you really are. Really, be like you're crazy for thinking that's gonna work, but it always does. So I know, and I, I get the same reaction. It's it's crazy because <laughs> it's like people are like like rooting against you almost, yeah, and you're, you're like, like you're watch it. Like, what are you even thinking? Are you sure that's a good idea? And like. I can't doubt myself for a single second, you know? It's, like, because that's, like, going to get in the way of my own, like, power. So, but, yes, being insanely positive, even, like, when I have setbacks, you know? Like, I have all these things I tell myself, like, you know, no rain, no rainbows. You have to get through nine no's to get a yes. (laughs) Like, all of these things, like... Yeah. That I, like, tell myself all the time because... I'm insane and I just feel like I've always like wanted to live an interesting and challenging life in order to do that you just like have to keep on brushing yourself off and being like it's part of the process it's gonna be okay yeah part of the process I totally feel that like as a creative like I take all the good opportunities that come my way and as long as it's something that I'm passionate about I'm gonna do it totally yeah, or it's in the right direction, I'm gonna do it. I take bad opportunities too sometimes and you Hey know, me too, but that's what you gotta do. You gotta take learn. you gotta take all the opportunities and learn. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you become more discerning as time goes on. You become more discerning as time goes on. You figure out what you're... You learn from these opportunities, and it changes your life. And, like, for example, it changed my life that you DJed for me. You're such an authentic and talented just existence. Yeah, it's changed my life just knowing you, you know, really? being able to do, yeah, absolutely. Seriously? Yeah, you, you add, you give. <laughs> you give too, girl. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like, you gave me so much confidence up on stage that knowing someone had, like, my shit on deck and, like, it was all. Yeah, and seeing you, like, do your thing and, like, seeing someone who's, like, really dedicated to me is just, like, always very inspiring. Like, I'm knowing so that you're on your peloton and practicing your vocals i'm like you're the shit that's mm-hmm. like that's the yeah, shit that is some next level shit yeah sure. that's, so, that's like so cool. i mean I'm, I'm on the next level y'all that's what that's what we gotta do right, right. you gotta yeah. be there and like you get that feeling right that nagging doubting feeling you have to just squash that shit and be like nah like i'm on my i'm on my path and i need to stay dedicated i need to continue my work you're going to have some sleepless nights. You're going to have mm-hmm. some heartbreak. You're going to have some, you know, huge epiphanies. Yeah. But you totally. got to be ready for that because buckle up, bitch, because life is crazy. Oh, my God. Life it's going to happen. Life All of it. Crazy. Emma, what are your thoughts on that? All of it. Uh, you know. We're getting so deep today. Digging in there. Yeah. I don't really know. I think, you know, I think it's important to, like, set goals for yourself and not, like, not, um except like mediocrity if that's like what you're you know you're about i i just really think it's like for each person like it's like like i said like it's about like defining what's important for you and yeah i mean i guess for me like i like i don't have aspirations of like being like you know rich and famous and like well known but like I think it's important to like be like well if those are not my aspirations then what are my aspirations and like what what do I want to accomplish and like why why do I want to accomplish that I don't know just like constantly kind of like questioning all of those things Mm -hmm. to try and figure out like yeah just like what it is that you want to that I want to leave like as a legacy yeah what is your legacy I don't know right Write some jams, play some tunes, write some... Like, I know if I died tomorrow, people could listen to my shit and be like... Yeah. This shit touched me, you know what I mean? And yeah. Like, having, having the following I have, like, I only want to build on that. But it's not because I want to be well-known or rich or famous or successful. It's because I want to change people's lives. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that, like, you know, I, like, r- write real introspective and weird music. Like, it's not pop music at all. Um, and that's just, like, not what I've been drawn to um like as a as a person you know like I, I i like pop music but i've never like really played pop music um i've always been like into weird experimental stuff that's just like a little more out there but um, right but that's was that's just what i've drawn to and and so in a lot of ways like there's only so far you can take that in, in a world that is like very like pop music right. oriented and then I think being, like, a trans person, too, is, like, a whole thing in and itself. And, like, you know, just, like, looking at, like, um, you know, there's just, like, not any, like, trans people that are, like, big stars. So it's, like, thinking about, like, these limits that are, like, set on 
set on me like by society and then also these limits that like I set on myself and like trying to wrestle with all that and trying to like it's a lot to grapple with yeah it's like so much to grapple mm-hmm. with and like trying to like figure out where I want to invest my energy and where it'll have the most impact and like what I want to accomplish that's, that's cool that's for long. you yeah no I think that's that's about right that is I, about right I, I think about um like like how it would like not be possible for like certain probably lots and lots of people to like do physically and mentally like what I've done because because I just have like a certain level of energy and ambition you already have like a very a very certain personality yeah I have I have like the tolerance to to do this thing you know and I think it's like you need yeah you have to have that yeah and, and it's like also like I, I'm always like, I don't want my kids feeling bad because if they don't have the same temperament to grind and to quote unquote be successful. And yeah, because they see their mother doing all this stuff and it's like, oh. Yeah, and I don't want them to like feel like if they don't do all this stuff, if they don't have energy for it, that they're not successful. Or maybe just even the passion for it. Like, exactly. You know, yeah. like maybe that's just not what they want to do. Exactly. So it's like. I always, th- I always think about that, about um, people having, like, a goal of just existing and surviving mm-hmm. and uh, no stress or a very low <laughs> amount of stress. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, that is such, such a goal for many people and that is such, that is such success for a lot of people and, like, I don't know. We're already I, successful I because we have that attitude. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like um, grind culture can can be, like, good for, you know, like, like me. Like, yes, I love to grind. If I could just go out every single day and, you know, just, like, keep momentum up and just do it 24 hours a day, like, I totally would. But That's like me. Yeah, but it's like... You, you do be grinding. You do be grinding. <laughs> I know. It's like the acting. <laughs> podcasting it never stops but that's part of the life you know you got to be willing to uh, have that trajectory and that momentum and just hustling on it yeah. right right yeah like you do have to hustle if you want to like reach reach those yeah reach the get to the place that you want to be and I get to have so many cool conversations with people like you guys and like I'm gladly losing sleep over that like I don't care it's like the middle of the night I'm fucking down to podcast because you guys have a good energy you know it's yeah. like you, you have a dope vibe and so few people have that vibe and like it brings me so much happiness to see people like you succeeding in this yeah. industry likewise Hopefully. especially as you as a trans woman like that's crazy like 20 years ago would that even have been possible no right yeah yeah no. yeah but like, like you think martha p johnson ever fucking thought that shit was coming no, no. she wanted it yeah right but was that shit ever even, like, vaguely, even in, like, the possibi- realm of possibilities? No. No. But, I mean, like, it's, a, it's good to see that there's, like, momentum moving in that, in that direction. Like, there's, like, seriously, seriously, for real. LGBTQ people in, in, like, all kinds of industries these days, which is great. It's, like, good to have that representation. And obviously, like, we could continue to do more and, yeah. But um, it's 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 nice to see for sure. I like to see it. Yeah, totally. I think trans women have always like set the tone 
and innovated and been amazing. Totally. I fully agree. <laughs> like, just something about their alien quality, I think, just makes them, like, very, like, culturally influential. I think, yeah. I think something that, that, like, I think about for my music is, like, what really made me, like, want to share my music with people is I decided that I have uh, an artistic voice that can, like, push music forward in some sort of way. Same. Like I, I feel that. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I genuinely think that, like, even if it's just super small, I can, like, contribute to, like, evolving music culture. And I think that's what really, like, keeps me In going. what sense? Can you evolve music culture? Like, maybe... This is one of our deepest episodes yet, I think. <laughs> really, like... I love that. Really, for yeah, real, yeah. such a good conversation. It is. Yeah. I want to hang with you guys more. As I was saying, double date, I'm down. Uh, just text me. Well, you got to text me because her phone... See, her pr- phone is still in a fucking pride. Fuck whoever did that. Yeah, yeah got, got, got her phone stealing. Someone stole Tina's pride. phone, too, when we were in Beverly Hills once. It was so mm. messed up. But you'll have a phone soon. Very soon. You'll have it soon. You guys can text me. We'll do a double date. Yeah. We'll make it happen. When I'm back from Aspen and DC and all that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yes. Um I think I think that like like there's like I thought about that because there's been like trans women who have impacted music in like these really deep ways. Like the first synthesizer was a trans woman, you know, like yeah. First electronic music. First electronic music was a, tra- a trans woman. Sophie was hugely... R.I.P. Influ- Sophie. Influ- R. I, I know, right? Like, hugely influential on pop music and has, like, you know, it's pop She music. changed the game. Yeah, it just keeps evolving and morphing into these other things that are inspired by, like, independent artists. And I want to be, like, this independent artist that maybe this pop star, <laughs> like, someday. Yeah. That can, like... Yeah. Or who knows, like... Like, just some, like, real niche, I would be totally cool with being, like, um, like, an experimental type niche artist that, like, just inspires pop music rather than directly being involved as much as I would, like, love to, like, work with Diplo and make millions of dollars. Yeah, see, for me, that's, like, a big draw. So you don't want to work with Diplo because he molests... I've heard underage about women. That too. Yeah. So God. don't trust me. You don't even want to. I just want to like, like have a, yeah. a femme gang that like. I'll, I'll be part of your femme gang. Yeah, like, I just, just want like, to be able to. I'll like, do a verse. Safe together. I know. Totally. I just I'll drop a verse. Able to, like work with my heroes. I think that would be a dope part of like you know like being really wow. influential artists and being able to like be like, hey, like it's I like, love this person's stuff. Like I want to make a music video and have like you know the Daniels, like, direct right. this, or I want to, like, have, like, you know, this, like, really amazing artist that I look up to is, like, my hero, like, produce one of that my songs. That just, like, makes or, my like, brain explode, that, like, you that, thinking. That would be, like, the shit for me, just being, like, I love all of you people and what you do. Let's, like, do something together. That'd be sick, right? That'd be the best. That'd be so crazy. would be, like, so cool. Yeah, I mean, for me, yeah, it's, like, continuing on this path. And, like, I've gotten to work with so many great people. Like, I was just in Jordan Peele's movie that drops um, next month. I'm really excited. <gasps> nope. No nope. mm-hmm. Stop. Yeah, so it's, it's so cool to be an actor and just even be part of the scenes, be featured background, even be an extra. It's so cool to be in the world of acting and 
you know, I've just started taking acting classes with a really famous coach. Shout out Leslie Kahn. Um, I'm starting my comedy intensive in July. So like, you know, there's so much exciting stuff coming and I feel like you have to be open to it so that you can work with your idols because yeah. if you're one of these closed off people who's like, no, 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 I'm just going to stay home, write songs. It's scary. No, 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 I'm going to do this. You know, it's so easy to lock yourself away mm-hmm. and hide yourself when you could be more. Mm-hmm. That is true, especially like in this time. And I've had to like, tell myself that like time and time again because, you know, you're opening yourself up for this criticism and this hate. Right. But you're also opening yourself up to like tons of love and like great opportunities and like opportunities to be noticed or be yes flexing on people you know i like i a thousand percent believe in the law of attraction that if I yes me too the secret the secret yeah so i i I like law of attraction i do pursue like artists that i admire because i figure that like it goes both ways like that if they like if i like their art they might like my art so. Yeah, I mean, what's really cool is, like, actually right before the Viper Room, I met one of my biggest TikTok idols, this girl named Michaela. Cool. Uh, Michaela Noguera. She's a really big TikTok makeup artist. Oh, nice. And she oh, was yeah, like, oh, my that. gosh, like, you're so talented. Here's my cell phone number. I want to come to the show. And, like, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I just couldn't believe it. Like, That's it was just cool. crazy. And, like, sometimes the law of attraction really that works. Because, like, yeah. if you have your eyes out, you know. Like, especially being an actor, you know, like, I'm non-union, you know, and, like, I'm not going to join SAG till I have to join because I want to have opportunities, right? Like, it's so enticing. Oh, I want to make more money. But it's, like, I need to, like, see all of my opportunities, you know what I mean? Because aside from doing, like, acting, like, you know, day player background stuff, I'm always applying for auditions for, like, lead stuff. So, like, the longer I stay non-union, the more opportunities I have to do this, do that, do this, do that. You know, and I I stand out in the the pool of people. Mm -hmm. And, like, I will be SAG when it's at that point where it's, like meant to happen you know what i mean but i'm all about law of attraction so like yes keep on pursuing those, i'm pursuing those, like directors and those productions yeah, pursuing that, all that this stuff like. and yeah exactly and attracting it to like me you. yeah yeah exactly because it like it does yeah and i often get chosen for really competitive and really good stuff and it's like if you want to work with me i'm always down yes yeah, yes sure. totally and i'm blessed to have all the opportunities that i have and be able to be where i am you know yes. today and like yes. it's yes. easy to get down on yourself but you got to like remember everything you've done to get here and like yeah. we're on our way up and that's how you gotta do it yeah for sure i mean i think about like how i grew up and like you know growing mormon up, growing up mormon <laughs> But also growing up in, like, pretty, you know, like, um, I mean, I am a white-bodied person, but also, like, grew up pretty poor, and I was also homeless for a little while. Wow. When I was was, uh, younger, but, um, yeah, you know, just, like, come a long way, and I know that, you know, I'm a very privileged person, but also, you know, I've worked really hard to get get where I am, Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel I feel the same way about you. It's really weird too to like be like, you know, I, I feel like my life started to stabilize like in my forties, <laughs> whereas I feel like a lot of when people, you transitioned. Yeah, that, and I think just like economically, like financially, like I started making enough money where I was like above the poverty line, like you know, like less than like a decade ago. Um, so I don't know. It's just like been like a really weird thing to be like, oh, like I can afford to you know, buy groceries and do extra things. And, oh my gosh, yeah. And I can, like, I feel like yeah. I'm, like, I feel, I feel like crazy successful to be on that and, like, you know, and, so and just, like, growing up not having those type of things and then just being, like, this, like, you know, 
touring musician who was like never who never made any money for like you know years decades and then to finally get to a place where it's like oh okay how like, was that like for someone like me would you say i just like like when we were talking at dinner right mm-hmm. you seem to lean more toward my path of like continuing to do online stuff continuing to put myself out there rather than going on tour throughout the u.s for like five fucking years and, i just you know, feel like doing these small bars and it's like yeah i feel like it's a different you know we live in a different time we're in a different COVID, world now yeah, and i don't really know i i don't know i can't say for sure but i'm just like i, I don't know i'm I don't just know like we're in la anymore. you know and like we gotta right take our opportunities like i am paying this rent for nothing you know i am paying this rent just for yeah and, and i don't know if like people like get famous by like doing tour grinding anymore no. if that's really like a way that people get right. famous like it's just sad it, it i mean i think it is in a lot of ways because i think that there's like some really great art that has come out of you know people who are like really spent like a, a lot of time like honing their craft and there's like you know, being on the road and like all of the Pete. like mystery that yeah, exactly. That <laughs> yeah, comes I actually with worked him. with him before he passed. Um, L- I used to photography. Got so he got so exploited. Yeah, I did a whole shoot with him, and he was very like incoherent. Oh, like when I used to live in Italy bad. for a summer, I got to shoot with him, and um, I didn't even tell you guys because I used to work for Virgil Abloh. RIP to him. Um, I, I was a photographer. Yeah, I was a photographer for him um, for a summer, and I we got to work with Little Peep and. You know, he seemed like such a genuine person, little peep, but he seemed like he was so washed out from the drugs. And yeah, definitely. It's hard to see these people who are so talented, right, be so yeah. abused slash hooked on substances. Yeah, right. but that's, like, how his management was plying him to keep on performing, apparently. He had, like, this booking agent that was just the fucking worst and just worked him like a horse and fed him drugs all day long. Right. So, Which is scary. Yeah, but I mean, that's, you know, that's like when I think about people going on tour for five years, unfortunately, I think about Lil Peep because he did go on tour for five years. And that that's how he got some of his fame. I don't think normal. I think he was like an outlier in that sort of way. He was a SoundCloud rapper. He's a SoundCloud rapper, so exactly. He like, I mean, but yeah, you're right. He did like definitely blow up from... Um, like touring, like but, circuits and shit like yeah. that too. But he also like blew up because like everything's online now. So like That's the way that people got famous ten years ago is nothing like the way people get famous these days. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's now it's so much more competitive like, in a sense, which write. is why I feel so daunting sometimes. I'm like, oh my god. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think in a way it's like you know people used to just really grind in a different way. And now people grind in like the digital, in digital like, and social media in like different ways that didn't exist like. 10 like years how I grind. But like it's like how do you right. even choose? You but know? it's like yeah, how do you figure that out? Yeah, it's like you. There's so much you can do on the internet as far as like you know Twitch and Instagram and like you TikTok know, and TikTok. finding people to work with. Like I found and you through fucking Facebook group. I don't even remember how I found you. I was just like this girl's yeah. dope, and then we met up, and then it was like okay, cool. I, I, I we did like the, the fucking internet, rehearsal, and then boom, we were doing it. The internet is like magic in that way too, because it's yeah. like you just connect with all all the world is open, right. and like your fans or people who like are interested in your music can like just reach out to you so easy and connect with you and you can feel like like these people are like you know who might be living in different states or countries are like your friends you know like like some of those people who support your music you can get so yeah. close to you know 
-hmm. it's really cool and like it's really an incredible experience just to be able to be an artist these days and be able to put all your stuff out so everyone can hear it Mm -hmm. yeah and even like recording your stuff like people can record like whole albums in their bedroom that are like right that are like as good if is you know like not maybe not like super super top 40 like professionally produced stuff but like pretty damn close i mean billy eilish right. billy eilish bedroom tapes yeah yeah and i met my music producer through the internet as well and you know i i hire him work for hire and i go to him and i pay him and he makes my beats and he records me and like that wouldn't have been possible if i didn't have the internet and like right. having mm-hmm. the internet allows me to have the following i have you know such a large following on social media and right. i only want to expand upon that and use that to my advantage for my opportunities totally i just think it's like so fascinating because i think you know 10 years ago it was like okay you write an album and then you grind for two years touring and then you're like performing the album right and, then... and now it's like you could write a song in your bedroom play it live on TikTok and it could get like 15 million views and you could become a superstar. Like oh that God. is so bizarre and crazy to me, but yeah. it's like, and, it's I, and a granted distinct that's possibility. like, granted that's not like a guaranteed. And, and it's never it's guaranteed. It's like a one in right. a million, but it's like the right. time and place. Like you said, like, you know, I know all three of us are going to make it in this industry and like, we're already on our way. We've already made it in a sense. Cause we're already here doing it. Like right. I don't give a fuck if when I'm dead, this shit, never blew up on that level yeah right because my goal isn't to be i want to be beyonce i want to be pink i want to be taylor swift i'm not one of those wannabe fucking pop star bitches like you know i'm someone who's like this is my message and here it is yeah yeah and if you love it fuck yeah and if you don't like it go fuck yourself i don't care yeah you know what i mean and like that's part of my acting too it's like i'm such a natural actor that when we just shot this short film in mammoth like I felt like I was the character. Like, I can really, like, become a character. You know what I mean? Because I've had so little formal training. And now Mm -hmm. my coach, Leslie, is all about, like, acting off impulse. Like, doing reversals. Like, reading the situation and being like, how would this be on Friends? Versus how would this be on, you know, Maury? Versus how would this be on Grey's Anatomy? Versus how would this be in an improv play? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. in your head, like, what can I do to make this character... It's amazing. Yeah. It's a gift, right? And it's like, I never thought I had this gift, but like now I'm here Mm -hmm. and I'm accessing it and I'm pursuing it. Tapping into that. Tapping into that energy. And like, even when I'm doing, you know, my acting stuff, day player stuff, like I'm doing tomorrow at 6.30 a.m., I'm going to be, you know, grinding and putting my best foot forward as this character and as this person in this world. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's such such a cool skill set. I feel like I... I I feel so silly acting because I'm bad at it, and I oh it doesn't God. register as true. <laughs> really? Yeah, but <laughs> but like my my closest analog is like probably modeling because you have to do some of that too, where where you're like, um, you know, engaging with your energy in a different sort of way to like portray that and like. Right, you're the, like, you have to be serious, even though you... You have to be channeling yeah. this serious just, energy, just even though you're feeling silly today. Exactly. No, yeah. yeah, or like, I was trying to... What was I trying to do? I was trying to give some kind of, like, business energy. I did, like, this um, business shoot for my old place of work, and they were like, okay, I want you to, like, do this thing. And it was, like, this, like, like serious yet smiling... You're, you're- Smiling eyes. Crossing your your hands. Crossing my hands and, like, not smiling in my mouth, but smiling with my eyes. Mm -hmm. 
and I could not do it for the life of me. I was just having the hardest time, and they were trying to direct me on how to do this thing. I'm like, I can't have a not right. smiley yeah, mouth, like and then my way. face doesn't do that. Right. So, right. It feels very forced. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. It's amazing. It's just like being being able to be like, yes, I'm embodying this. Like. Yeah, and to be able to become the person, right? Because yeah. like Jennifer Aniston can only really play Jennifer Aniston. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Totally. All her characters dress the same. All her characters eat the same food. All her characters look the same. All her characters talk the same. It, it, right. Yeah, it's like right. it's yeah. like I talk different when I'm different characters. You know, mm-hmm. being able to like, yeah. embody that like so fully, it's like wow. and being able to access it mentally is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's cool that you're gonna um, you know get opportunities for formal training. But yeah, having that like organic. And being on set, you know, like, a lot of people look on set, like, oh, it's, like, 120 a day for non-union. That's so, it's such a waste of time. I don't see it that way. Like, I network with people. I like to meet really interesting people. I like to... Yeah, who the, who the hell knows what will happen, like, in the waiting room for, you know, or... Whatever, the, yeah, the like, holding for whatever. Yeah. You can go make moves. Yeah. Go talk to the dressers. Yeah. Like, like, hey. You don't even, like, get notice but like you know someone else who's there that you talk to for an hour like gets a breakthrough part and then they're like oh i got this friend amanda that i met hanging out waiting for this you should you know, start casting. like a rumor that like you should be like oh my god they didn't get amanda rome west for the main role <laughs> you should just like start doing that at all your all your sets i should just be like wow they really fucked up <laughs> and we definitely gotta do this double date soon because you you'll see Jordan's energy is the exact same as that. He'll yes. go on and be like, "Who's Jordan? Sorry, or you hear about him? You know him? Yes, I love that. I love it. Just like start some rumor that like what they, they how could they have done that? They're like, wow, wow, someone's gonna hear about that. Someone's gonna get fired. <laughs> literally though but like I do that on posts all it's the it's so cool to like interview both of you guys and like i feel like we could talk for hours but i guess you know to close out the podcast what's the advice yes. you'd give to everybody listening um you go first emma i would say uh stay true to yourself and don't do shit that you don't want to do just because you think it's the thing that you gotta do in order to get something done just like do you and that's and not use that as an excuse to do nothing. Yeah, don't use that as an excuse to do nothing. Still like, do some shit. I think there's a fine line between yeah. doing something for yourself and not doing anything. So yeah, like sometimes you gotta do stuff. Like I do, like take gigs and take take right. opportunities so that you can put yourself in that position. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily you want this gig or you want to do this or you want right. to do this your whole life, but you want to get in the right room. Yeah, it's like what's the end goal, right? And right. And how do you get there, even if it's not like. I mean, obviously, if we all wanted to become famous actors, then we could just be like, well, I want to be a famous actor. And then you were. Like, you got to do some shit you don't want oh to. Oh my God, right? But don't do so much shit that, you, that it kills your soul. There you go. Yeah, Literally, yeah. Okay. Don't do so much shit that kills your soul, exactly. Yeah. Good job. I, th- I think mine would just be um, that your voice matters and our voices united are even more important. Oh my so, god, that's whatever, so sweet and cute. I yeah, love whatever, that. Whatever it is, whatever you think is important, just go go talk about it. Go say it and believe in your the value of that before anything else. And don't let anyone Amen. tell you that's not Amen. important. Well, yeah. thank you guys so much for coming on the thanks show. For RW. Yeah, thanks for coming on. It was so great having you guys. 
And plug all your social media now. That was so fun. Yes, I'm Jenny One Million on all social media with three N's and six zeros. And my uh, account is daughter of Dawn. It's daughter period of period Dawn. And all my links are there. How did that name come about, you were saying? I don't know. I think I just, like, thought it sounded cool. And I wanted to use the word daughter. It's just alliteration, daughter of Dawn. It just sounded cool. I love it. Well, you two are incredible. And I hope to have you for a return episode at some point. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Peace, everyone. Bye. Bye.